Welcome to Happy Jack's RPG Network. Uh, my name is Jason. We are playing City of Towers in the Dungeon World uh, rule set. And uh, we are on episode five of our game. The um, uh, uh, Let's see. Oh, right. If you want to catch up on past episodes, you're going to go to happyjacks.org slash city of towers. Uh, to find uh, all of the shows ever that have been on Happy Jacks Network, you can go to happyjacks.org slash shows. Um, and uh, let's let's just jump into what we're doing. My name's Jason. I'm the GM for this. Um, the uh, story so far we'll get to in a moment, but let's um, let's uh, talk to our players. Uh, let's start with Pooja. Also, Pooja, you're a little bit off to the right of your camera. Yeah. Let me see if I can... Okay. Tell us who you are, or we'll, we'll go... Uh... There we go. Oh, yeah, there we go. Awkward slide. Perfect. That was very graceful. Hi, I am Pooja. I'm playing Zay, a changeling arcane duelist. Excellent. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> uh, Rob. I'm Rob. Oh, we covered that. Um, I'm playing Ventus. Hi, sweetie. I'm playing Ventus, who's a um, sorcerer of the old ones. Excellent. Uh, Eli? I am not Rob. I'm Eli. I'm playing Alabas, the paladin. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. And Claire? I'm Claire. I'm playing Nyx, the changeling thief. All right. So to get you briefly caught up, I mean, there's four other episodes. I'm not going to catch up the whole thing. However... The heroes went into the Shimmering Woods to uh, find out what was going on with the train route going by and see if they could figure out a way to jump the train and steal the uh, hot rock inside the boiler so that uh, one house could make another house look bad and then make them look even worse when they recover and fix their mistake. Um, All so that uh, the folks on Welldown, a remote island which is now peopled partially by uh, sapient undead folk, uh, could get a uh, could re 
start their economy, which has been uh, cut off from the rest of the world, and they would like to uh, rejoin and uh, and participate. And they are very wealthy and are having trouble uh, participating. So um, you all went into the forest. You uh, were researching a spot where you could possibly stop the train and be able to steal a piece of it. The uh, forest had some other ideas for you. They, you were attacked by phasing mantids, and they uh, did, did some work on you, but you took them apart pretty effectively. You got to meet the mushroom people. Uh, they had uh, a telepathic conversation with most of you and uh, sent you on your way to save them from the uh, rampaging mantids. Uh, you had to fight a couple more on your way to that original way station that you wanted to find, that maintenance station, and uh, in the process discovered a few things about how uh, the mantids were being uh, driven wild a little bit or possibly or probably by the presence of the trains coming through here, which have only been coming through here in the last year or so. It used to be a wagon road. It was converted to a train track. The trains are operated by a bunch of people, and uh, they uh, harness a an elemental into uh, to work with them. And through whatever sort of packs and promises elementals are happy with, uh, the lightning elemental that runs the trains going back and forth here is uh, quite possessive of this space and seems to be having an overall effect on the surrounding area. So uh, we had just made it to the maintenance station. There was not a lot there. There was a, a couple, I think that we said there were a few bunks or maybe two bunks. Um, and it was... Um, deserted but not as run down as you would think where if they had built this a year ago and then not used it for a year this is a a wet forest right it's like a rainy coastal forest and this wooden shack should be you know tilted and moldy and falling over and it looks like people haven't been here for a while but it is not at all deteriorated so uh we return to the scene uh with you at this a deserted uh, maintenance sh- we use shed loosely it's a you know, pretty good sized building um you know maybe 600 square feet inside you know, pretty decent studio apartment size uh there's no bathroom or kitchen or anything it's just a big square room but it's uh that's that's where we are what do you want to do and well we had we had figured out that there's some sort of time dilation, right, going through because the trains are always on time and not in like the Mussolini sense, but like in the in the time is altered so that so that w- they are meant to arrive whenever they are supposed to arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, There's always thing. and the maintenance shed is like older than it's supposed to be, right? Because the the, the, the line's only like a year. You sorry, go ahead. No, sorry, I didn't mean to. It's just because if if the elemental is like bending time around it, that would explain ancient maintenance shed, despite it being erected a year ago. Well, it wasn't ancient. It's like super good looking, despite the fact that it should be more broken down, right? Yeah, I mean, I you it was found the opposite. 
Uh, you know, you, you found indications that it has been here longer than its condition would appear, right? Like it, it looks not old, but I, I forget exactly what the evidence was, but there was evidence that it has been here for quite some time, but it is not old and run down. Um, oh. Right? And uh, yeah, they, sorry. it's been there for longer than the line. Yes. Or the time is passing differently for right. it. And it's, yeah, sorry, it's some timey-wimey bullshit, but that's uh, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Cool, cool. So Either way, I mean, this elemental is literally, like, bending time and eliminating all the natural local spirits. Yes, because we saw it in a vision. We saw it coming down and basically trying to destroy everything within like a certain radius um, from the train track because it it was perceived to own or have domain over that stretch, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the ruler of basically every... In its mind, it is the ruler of everywhere it goes right now. See, yeah. originally I was like... I don't think it's right that they're using elementals, but it seems like they entered into a contract with this elemental, and this elemental seems pretty happy based on what Zay talked to it about. It's content at the moment. Content. I think this elemental is a jerk, <laughs> and I'm completely willing to remove it from what it thinks its domain is. Yeah, it seems to me like that would be... I mean... There's like, there's, oh, this may have a long-term environmental impact, like climate change. And then there's, we're literally using a power source that's killing nature as it goes through on purpose. Potato, potato. And that's where I really think that maybe we shouldn't give it to... Like if we are able to free it, we should just destroy it. Because if it's causing this much pandemonium and destruction to this forest and it's and the things that inhabit it, like it's just gonna come back and do the same thing if we just give it to them. Are all lightning rails doing the same thing? Uh, it, it, yeah, I mean, that's relatively common knowledge that it, this is how House Orion works, is they have partnered with Lightning Elementals, and this is, like, the thing that their house is good at, is uh, creating yeah, that, that, doesn't mean... that, you know, like, moving things around, and that's kind of the tools the, the tools they use to do that. But that doesn't mean that every train is like this. Uh, well, no, because they're probably different elementals, but it is called the lightning rail. And that's, it, it is functionally like this, but that doesn't, yeah, the, the situation may not be like that. It, it may be, but um, just for, for the sake of, you know, background and what everyone would know, um, you know, you could certainly, um, you know, empty the train and push it off the cliff and do whatever. And eventually, regardless of the bounty hunters coming after you and everything, um, House Orion will build another train, 
summon another elemental, create another deal, and be back on track before you know it. So um, that, I just want to throw that out there, that the, they're, they have a lot of resources, and uh, coming back from a, a busted-up train is uh, an expensive but not difficult process for them to execute. I wonder if there's a way to harness the the spirits of the of the forest and create either quicksand or something like that that basically covers the track and like or or sucks the track deep into the earth so that it no longer becomes passable. Uh, that is something an earth elemental could do depending on the power of the elemental in, you know, increasingly large spaces. Now, an elemental that could sink the entire track from here to there is a god that you would, like, that's just not a comprehensible concept um, for you guys, but an elemental that could sink several hundred meters worth of the track is conceivable and is something you all might be able to strike a deal with. Several hundred meters at a time. Um. Yeah, probably. But I mean, taking out a hundred meters of track is pretty effectively making the whole track unusable because <laughs> most people don't want to skip the middle part. What? So, so I, I, speaking for me, I think this has gone from an opportunity to right some economic wrongs and make friends or make something a little more viable for our friends on the island to stopping a a malignant being from hurting others. Yes. I would say so. Well, and possibly I would say so. Here's the thing, guys, is that uh, they all work this way. So any train that goes through any, anything that isn't a city is hurting the land around it. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's not necessarily the case. This is an elemental that obviously has a personality, and that personality is different from other elementals that I have encountered in the past. Mm. It's possible that other lightning elementals don't act this way. They may also bend time, and that's its own kind of, wow, really, you've got to be kidding me situation. But it doesn't mean that they're killing things as they go along. Like, I was he killing them or was he just uh, it is corrupting just them? Killing this one is killing the other elementals in the area or other uh, spirits. Well, it's beings. It's it's driving the mantids mad. That's the main thing that's happening there. Is it's um, is it intent? Do we know if it's an intentional thing or just a a uh, side effect of of there being a lightning rail, and there—I guess it doesn't effectively matter whether it's intentional or not. 
it when we saw it come through and when we were with the the big tree elemental mm -hmm. it was actively trying to destroy the spirits of the forest around it so that it could maintain dominion i see also it literally went back into Ventus's life to give him a giant scar and I've had this scar the whole time. Exactly. The whole now, time. You have now had it the whole time thanks to the lightning elemental. Are we Keep saying up. the same thing? Well, I'm saying the correct thing. If you're saying the same thing as me, then yes. That I've had it the whole time. Yes. yes you have had it the whole time now because of the lightning elemental that you encountered 10 minutes ago. The lightning elemental did something to your mind to make you think that you had it the entire time. In actuality, you haven't had it the entire time. Or he's had it the entire time because the lightning elemental controls time. I don't like that. I don't like any of those answers, frankly. Um, I don't like people messing with time. I'm just going to throw that out there. Good thing it's not people, then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we share. Um, so I want to mm -hmm. say it was um, uh, getting on to midday by the time, or you know, let's say like two o'clock in the afternoon ish, um, g getting to the maintenance shed. You know, because you had come across the water in the morning, scaled the cliff, gone into the woods, wandered around for a few hours, found the mushroom folk, spent some time with them. Time passed a little bit weirdly, and you came out around noon time, which was not the right amount of time, like that was too long because your friends Stiv and uh, Guar uh, were concerned. Stiv had been casting message to try and get in touch with you and there were a couple hours of message spells uh, waiting for you when you came out. So I just want to point out it's about two in the afternoon now. You've got uh, a trail of mantid bodies behind you, a collapsed uh, nature, you know, spirit of the woods, um, or is hardly like a trail. Several mantid bodies. <laughs> um, and the um, uh, yeah, and that's all. The afternoon is stretching on. Though that is another. You bring up a good point. The so the lightning elemental is the not the only being that we've encountered in the past several hours that manipulates time. I think there's unless we were all just super high on mushroom spores when we were in the case. I mean, it's possible. Anything is possible. I think the answer is yes. But I think there's one thing about your your inherent existence and time eddies moving differently around you versus going in and purposely manipulating. Mm-hmm. So I think let's find an earth elemental that or maybe rally some of the forest elementals um, and see if they can take stuff out. And just to uh touch on this again, I'm pretty sure we did kind of lore checks about phase mantids and um struck out. Is isn't that what happened last time? What's that? Uh, when when we did lore checks on phase mantids last time, 
the roles pretty much struck out. Uh, is that because I don't think we had anyone suddenly become an expert on phase mantids? No, um, we did not. Because uh, I think um, uh, Nix had heard about them as bedtime stories, possibly, or Zay. Uh, uh, I yeah. had, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we both, Maybe had, both of like, us. Yeah, we both had like heard the. Yeah, there's weird some changeling tales. lore about it. Okay. Um, but it's not like we know anything specific now. Okay. Yeah, I think Alabas said something in Encyclopedia Altanica, but it was just like a weird little blurb about him. I have to readjust my microphone. I'll be muted for a second. Carry on. So what do you want to do? I mean, so... Basically, the undead and not undead people would like us to steal the lightning elemental so they can then return it to the house and look good. I thought they were, I thought they wanted us to steal a block that was a part of the train. Uh, yeah, they want the elemental, they want the alchemical hot rock that runs the boiler. Um, that would make the train pretty unusable uh, to take that and is a powerful alchemical object that is not particularly valuable by itself, but the House Orion uses them to run their trains. It'd be very embarrassing to have a train breakdown. And um, then if uh, the House uh, Thrashk had recovered that and said, hey, we found your lost stone and... and um, you know, recovered it for you, and here you go. We have saved you. Um, that would make them look bad. House Thrashk would be elevated and would be able would be in a position to do more lucrative deals with uh, the folks from Karazosh on the island of Welldown. So we could both get the alchemical stone and evict the lightning elemental, and those goals are not mutually exclusive. They are not, and I was just thinking that we should, that's exactly what we should do. Banish the elemental back to its plane and get the stone, because I think the elemental is going to be the biggest obstacle to getting the stone in the first place. True. Though it's an interesting idea that, like, I wasn't super successful, but I may have planted the seed when I was talking to the elemental before, that if it felt like House Orion broke their contract. Hmm. Then it would just bug Well, here's the thing. The, the contract that House Orion has with the Elemental might be keeping it from being worse than it is. So if we make it think that its contract is null and void, it might just decide to start killing people or things. And we don't want that. No, that would be bad. So I, I think that uh, banishing it to its, its home plane is probably the kindest way we could nullify the contract. Um, Alabas? Yeah. Can I have you make a uh, wisdom check, please? And you're going to roll with advantage. Oh, no. Uh, that is an 11. Hey, okay. 
Um, so, and that's advantage is just the two highest dice, right? That's yeah. not all three. I dice. got a six yeah. and a four. Okay. A Heck yeah. Um, so your, you know, familiarity with being in the woods, um, you're all, you know, standing here having a chat in this, um, you know, shed for like, it's a big shed. Um, you, uh, can hear something moving around in the woods. That doesn't sound immediately ominous. And after the, uh, nature spirit had collapsed, it was really quiet mm-hmm. for a long time. And then over the last, you know, half hour or so, the birds have started up and you've been hearing the normal forest sounds. But as everyone's having this conversation right now, just your, your ear kind of pricks up and, um, you can hear, uh, something moving around outside the uh, shed. If you want, you could like gently close the door to the shed. You could go outside and look. Um, there are some windows um, if you wanted to go check it out or if you wanted to... I'll, I'll let you react to that situation however you like. Also, there are some questions that you're welcome to ask in um, the basic moves that a clever GM would have opened ahead of time. <laughs> What? But which, you've got which me one instead. So. Uh, yeah, discern realities. Thank you. Uh, how many questions do I get? Uh, well, you you got the ten plus result. So so that would be three questions. So my first one would be, what should be I be on the lookout for? Which you probably already answered. Um, well, no, not I wasn't very specific with you, and now I can be more specific. Um, there is at least one mantid um, creeping around. Implies it's hiding from you. But it it's like moving around outside the the maintenance shed, right? It's not like stalking the maintenance shed. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what here is useful or valuable to me? Um. Well, in the maintenance shed, there it, it does seem like it's sturdy enough that if you were to just close the door quietly and get everyone to be quiet, that the Mm-hmm. You know, like this shed is certainly useful enough to hide you from the mantids if that's what you wanted to do. Okay. Then my final question is what is about to happen? Um, the, um, the mantid is hunting, uh, and so it is. It is going to catch something. It hasn't locked, latched onto a scent yet, but mm-hmm. it is hunting for something. You know, just like I'm hungry. Okay. It's time to find something to eat. Yeah, type of thing. He Alabas kind of like, but like kind of wave towards Ventus, and then kind of point out the window. There's a mantid outside. I think it's stalking something, but not us. And then he starts moving over to the door to close it, and then trying to find where it is, looking out through the window. When Nix hears that, they uh, as soon as they see uh, Alabas moving towards the door, they try to look out the window, like... Uh, Speaking from the side, mm-hmm. you know how, yeah. 
Yeah, um, with the indication of where to look and that something's happening out there, you can see the the mantid um, maybe twenty yards away from the building. Um, and actually, instinct might even say like, "How did it not hear us? Like we've been talking at normal volume in this building, and that thing is you know barely fifty, sixty feet away." Hmm. How did it not hear us? Uh, um, Maybe well, there's some sort of time manipulation on the shed. I'm going to detect magic on the shed. Oh, okay. That means I have to roll something. I mean... I mean, I don't have to. Don't make me do it. I can just make up an answer. I, I didn't... Nope. Are you sure you don't want him to just make up an answer? What, what did you roll? Uh, I rolled 2d6 and I got a 4. Okay, there's no nope in PBTA. <laughs> That's no, a six no minus I noped. Result. I noped. Yeah. I don't want to tell you. you. We didn't have this conversation. Oh, we did, though. Um, yeah, well, we did. Uh, so was that a spell that you were doing? That was a spell, as a matter of fact. And does it mention anything specific on a 6 minus? It does not. Oh, good. <laughs> that means I can do whatever I want. Um, <laughs> I do what I want. This is fun. We're having fun. <laughs> um, uh, Rob. Yeah. You uh, are are perceiving the like your friends, the cabin, all the light outside. Everything around you has stopped, and uh, you are you are looking at uh, just a sort of frozen tableau. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna walk outside. Okay, so all of you see Ventus walk outside. What? <laughs> don't, don't, don't! Like I try and catch him before he before he gets out the door. Um, yeah. is there any of that happening? For let's. Us? Uh, I, I don't know. This really would have caught you off guard. So Not me, though, because I have shoot first. You're never caught by surprise. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I'm open to a dexterity roll, but it is going to be with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. This is just like oh, a... Shoot a non-lethal round into his foot. A custom... I love that. Oh. It's like, you're caught by surprise. Nope. No, <laughs> no that's I'm great. not. That's, that's the rogue's job. I love right? it. Um, how do I, it's 3d6. Nope, yeah. that's not. Oh. How on do the, I? On the uh, website, it's hashtag, yeah. hashtag 3d6. Or, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, but I don't see, oh, it will show me. Click the eye. Okay, 8 plus 2 is 10. Okay, um, so the, wait, how do you have 8 plus 2? Because I rolled a five, a five, and a three, and then I and I oh, have and a sixteen. Okay, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I missed a step. Um, Sorry. No, that's fine. That's just fine. so good at this. Is really what <laughs> yeah, he's asking himself right now. Um, Rob, you go to leave the cabin, or the it's, that's an exalted term for what you're in right now. Um, <laughs> and there's some sort of like field preventing you from leaving the. Um, confines of this building 
Um, then I'm going to go around and I'm going to feel where the confine goes, like okay. where, the, where the force field is. I'm in a box. Yes. You can't see the box, Yeah. So, but Nick's, I'm in the box. Uh, um, Ventus starts uh, kind of putting hands up to the walls and is looks like he's just going to make his way around the room uh, feeling the walls. Um, I walk up behind him and try and put my hand on top of one of his hands. Mm, he's very big. Oh, I'm just maybe to on one of his feet, knees. No, I mean I, you could reach a hand. I just think like he has a lot of inertia when he goes to move, and I think it would be hard for you to stop him outright just by physically holding his hand. Is that what you wanted to do? Was stop him? No, I wanted to alert to my presence by touching him. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, so Ventus, it's just it feels like as you're exploring the walls here, you're in this sort of syrupy, um, slow time experience. Uh, and so just want to check in real quick with Zay and Alabas on your your reactions to what's happening here. It's real weird. Very, very weird. I don't disagree. Can Alibus I try is to looking... discern? Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I try to discern realities? Uh huh. Really closely study what the hell is going on right now. Yep. Cool. So you don't you don't have like the detect magic spell though, right? Well, the no, because like the arcane duelist doesn't have okay regular spells like that. They're all uh, it's all tied to hitting stuff with my sure. pointy ancillary um, implement. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure you weren't using like a magical ability of some kind. No, just regular looking real hard. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. Well, it did something. What did Join you get? Join the club. Two. You got XP. That's what you got. Rob, did you remember yeah. your XP? No, I didn't, but I did now. Okay. So suck it, In fact, so... So my my wisdom score is thirteen. So I, it's a three. Oh well, well in that case, it makes all the difference. <laughs> um, Pooja, I would like you to ask one of these questions, understanding that I'm gonna give you bad news based on that question. Ooh, I like bad news. I mean, no, no, I was. Yeah, no, don't was don't put that juju out there. Uh. What is about to happen? Um, nothing. No, it's fine. It's just Ventus is having a moment, and nothing's about to happen. That's cool. a lie. Cool. That's a lie that your senses just told you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's obvious that it's fine. I mean, like, he is figuring something out. It's probably something magical that he's trying to sense from the tin-roofed shack right here. Mm-hmm. Maybe it has something to do with, like, how time is working. That'd be cool. Okay. Maybe we'll find something more out. Uh, I want to rewind just a moment. Did did anybody have wounds left over after the fight? No. Um, I did, I think. 
I think I did. Do you know? You didn't take any of the. Was my hit point says eight? Well, yeah, that's. I, I was I, just going to ask if anyone was taking the, you know, using the lichen to heal up, or or some other method, or what was what was up. I thought that Alabas wouldn't have thought that he had enough downtime yet because we kind of got here, did an investigation, now this uh, this uh, mantid showed up. Well, I mean, there has been time. You know, it's it's not really a hectic span of time that you're in right now. Is you mm-hmm. you had this big exciting fight and a giant nature elemental, and then that all fell apart, and then you all sort of caught your breath, gathered your wits and your gear, and you know hiked off the rest of the hundred yards or so through the forest. There's there was plenty of time to have you know made a decision like that if you want to. It's up to you. Was anybody still hurt other than me? I was hurt, and you healed me, but you had more points of healing than I needed. So I think you spread them to Zay. Yep. You spread your other two points to topping me off. Um, and then I thought you had healed yourself. Because I, I have four erased, and then it went to eight, and my max is 11, so I'm assuming I'm at eight. Yeah, that could be. Okay. Um, do you want to have used the lichen? Because there's plenty of time and ability to have done that before now. Sure. Okay. So you had some of the lichen. It. Um, can you roll a d6 for me? More lichen bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, three. Okay. You heal three hit points, which is great, because that's how much you were down. Yep. Hooray! Um, okay, that's good to know. And, um... Does anybody else think of Underworld when you hear the word lichen? <laughs> no, just me? Okay. <laughs> no, I, I remember that. <laughs> uh, I will now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Ventus, as you are uh, making your way along the wall, you, you get to one of the windows, and, you know, there's just this very strange kind of experience happening. And you you pass, you look out the window to sort of figure out what's happening at exactly the same time that the phase mantid comes in, like swings into view and is peering into the window. Um, what, what would be your, and it's like surprised you, um, what would be your reaction? It is moving, right? It's It's not frozen in time like your friends are. I would jump back. Okay. Would you make a noise? I would, I would jump back away from the window. Um, I mean, reflexively, I think I think I would. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like the, you know, it's like you turn the corner in your house not expecting anything, and like the other person in your house is turning the same corner. You get the oh, what the fuck, right? But it's not like a scream or a yell okay. or anything like that. It's yeah, just I was wondering like, if it was on on par with something like that. Yeah. Is it like a like it's like a toot then? <laughs> I yes. Yes, I toot from my trunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my trunk. That was my trunk. That was my trunk. It's always it's always my trunk. It was my trunk. Was inadvertent. I've been with him long enough. It's his trunk. <laughs> we would know. 
We would definitely know. <laughs> 100%. 100%. All right. Uh, so everybody, you see Ventus uh, jump back from the window. At the same time, you you see this mantid through the window, and the mantid opens its mandibles and and makes a sort of hissing sound. Um, that uh, wh- was it? Uh, Nix who turned into a mantid for a little while. It was me. Yes. yes. Um, and so, Nix, you have some residual ability. Like, you understand they're actually communicating on a higher frequency than most n- normal ears can hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you can hear a little bit of that, and it's creating this sort of uh, like vibrating, um, high pitched noise. Most of you can't hear that. But you all see Ventus jump back from the window. And, Ventus, when you look around, it's like when. Um, like if somebody's lagged in a video call and they're stuck here and then suddenly they're over here and and they're continuing, that's what happens. All the people where they were in the room are now to where they are now and are in real time with you. So everything is everything is now caught up. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna point and say mantid. But what I want to do, Jason, is I have an advanced move oh. called Eyes and Ears of the Runekeeper. You can read all writing and comprehend all spoken language. Okay. Is the mantid speaking? It. I mean, I guess it depends on if you consider like a wolf howl a spoken language. A hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> I do. I do. Okay. Do you? Um, I mean, you can, do you have to like roll something to cast a spell or does it just work? No, it just says advanced moves. Like okay. it's just a move. And can you, sorry, I, I missed what you, how you originally read the question uh, or the move. It's, you can read all writing and comprehend all spoken language. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's fine. That's just a thing you can do. Um, you know that this thing is even below sort of a primitive, um, you know, pre-lingual, you know, Neanderthal, right? It is it is animal communication, but you know it, at its very basic level, it's calling for help um, or someone, right? It's like, hey, over here, look up here, look up here. Hey, you guys. Um, so, look over here, look over here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what it's communicating, but you also have a a very clear understanding that it is not linguistic, R- right? Like th- this is not an intelligent person. Yeah. So I so it's a strictly one way communication model. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's just a very h- clever animal. Um, I say it's calling for reinforcements. I don't want to keep killing these things. I feel kind of bad doing that. Does anybody have any ideas? Well, Nyx was doing a pretty good job last time of getting them to back off a little. They were right about to. They were right about to kill me, though. Um, Yeah, but there's two of them, and they already had a kill that they were protecting. They were being territorial, correct? Yeah, they were being territorial. Um, 
this this one is trying to hunt though I don't know I think a distraction might be good I could try and I could try and mantis it up and see if I can get them to go go follow me somewhere but I don't know where I'm going and I don't know what I'm gonna do when I get there I was thinking more along the lines of like hey this is I mean what if we both change I've yeah. seen you turn into one. I know how it's done. And we already claim this area get out of our territory. Eh, worth a shot. Um, worst, worst comes to worst, we just uh, change back or kill him again. I can I can make a sound maybe magically to have them... Go farther away. Oh, can you? Oh, oh. Can you hear? Did you hear what he what he just did? Uh, y- y- kind of. I more got the sense that they were just calling for other, uh, like they were calling for backup. Hmm. But you could hear it, so you could re- so you could reproduce it. I can try. I can try anything. Maybe we should try that first, see if we can pull them off. Okay. And then if that doesn't work, we'll, we'll mantis it up. Sounds good to me. Jason, I would like to cast Minor Illusion. Okay. Which, which is an, illusi- an illusory sound mm-hmm. or a small image that lasts less than a minute. Um... Particularly alert or intelligent creatures can see through the illusion if they pay careful attention, but we've already established these are not particularly intelligent. So I'm going to roll 2d6. I got a 10, and I'm going to add my charisma to cast, which is on my other sheet, which is a plus 3. So I got a 13. Oh, that's a crit. So um, you wanted to... what, What sort of message were you trying to emulate? I'm doing the same the same come over here message but way out like like farther away. Oh, and in the opposite direction. Yeah, not necessarily the opposite direction opposite direction that it came from because that would probably be back towards other ones. Uh-huh. But like on the other side way far away. Okay. Um and I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah, that um and then Nix and Zay, are you are you two uh, shape changing? Yeah, I'll I'll get ready to shape shift. I'll you know. Okay. Yes, I shall shift the shapes. Okay. Yep. So the two of you take on the the very strange two legged form of a mantid. Um, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> and when we're done, I I I try and do like a posture of like. Two, you know, two two girls looking at each other like, "Oh, I love your dress. Oh, thanks. I love thank you know." <laughs> yeah. So try try to try to mind that conversation with Zay. Yeah, it's this horrible like grating clicking noise coming out of your throat. <laughs> um, um. Okay. So the um, the two of you change. And you hear the sound, and in this form, you can feel a little bit of just the animalistic instinct of what this sound effect is supposed to do, which is to, you know, say, hey, we're in trouble, 
and you'll probably eat if you come over here. Um, and so that message is sent up, and the manta that you saw through the window disappears. But you okay. two are in manted form and could go outside if you want. It's up to you. Uh, great idea. Yeah, I go see where he's going to get... Well, no, I don't I don't know. Um, Alavos, what are you up to? Uh, I guess he would be watching where the mantid went. And uh, just kind of like... You'd have to go outside to track its progress because it's left the view of the window and... Yeah, sure I mean, up until that point, like, I feel like he wouldn't go out there yet because that would kind of, like, screw the pooch on their plan. So he, right now he's just kind of like... This is more like their realm of expertise of trying to get this situation moving oh. forward. So he's just kind of like, you know, just waiting to see how he can react to what happens. Okay. Uh, so you two head outside. Yep. And um, Ventus, what are you up to? Um. I'm inside, still trying to figure out why everything slowed down. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, am I still in some weird temporal shift because of the, because of the, um, elemental? And so, like, I want to take a moment of self-reflection to figure out, is this time warp something I can harness to control? Mm. Is it a curse? Is yeah, it a so blessing? I'm going to... I, I'm gonna like double down on the hard move that I had to make earlier, and and say that you understand that you understand this place. Like this building gives you some ability to manipulate your experience of time, and that you're this close to understanding how to do it on purpose. Yeah. So I'm gonna go into reflection mode. Okay. Okay. I like that. Um. I'm going to have you roll charisma, please. Nine. Okay, hold on to that for a minute. I will. Uh, Manted friends. Quick, quick, quick. Friend Manted. Kick, kick. Um, the two of you head outside and you know, move through the woods a little ways. Manted is magic. You can see the you're pretty sure that was the manta that was looking in the window is um dashing through the woods and occasionally um like blinking in and out of view and then pretty quickly you can't see it anymore because it's moving very fast but you see it it's going north so this part of the coast goes mostly north south and you're still way up on a cliff for the most part um, but it's going north through the woods, you know, parallel to the cliff and the train track that it sits on the cliff. Um, and it, you all kind of came from southwest part of the woods to get up to here. So um, what do you want to do? And I will say the two of you can communicate to each other f- fairly eloquently at this point. Mm-hmm. But no one else is going to be able to understand you because you can't make mouth words. Um, I just kind of look over at Zay and say, "Follow." 
That's what I thought. Agree. <laughs> Maybe let's check and see if it doesn't have a buddy. Uh, okay. So you want to maybe do a perimeter search? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll take the north side. You take the south side. Okay. Great. Oh, let's do a fun thing. Let's have both of you roll a d6, and that will be a shared discern realities roll. Oh, you're just mean. Yeah. What is that? Uh, like wisdom, intelligence? Do we it's get a, any kind of... Well, I'm going to average your wisdom scores. So, okay. uh, what's your wisdom bonus, Claire? Uh, plus one. And Pooja? Plus one. Okay, so it's, you have a plus one, collectively. Uh, and so I rolled a five. We've got a five and... And a six! Okay, a twelve is a critical <laughs> success. Yay! Together, you cannot... Yeah. I mean, the changeling twins. Yeah, um, no, this is great. Uh, um, the, um, the two of you circle around... And you become aware of this other presence and are so circumspect about it, you're able to, you know, you're also taller as the mantids, right? They're like almost 10 feet tall. Um, right. You can look over the maintenance shed and see each other. Um, nice. And you can see each other, like, am, am I sensing this thing? Yes, you are too. Okay. Yeah, you know, you're like, you're getting this back and forth. And without giving away that you know it's there, the two of you know that there is a mantid up in the trees above the maintenance shed. Okay. And you have like the clear understanding that this thing is up there and watching you, but you have not given away that knowledge to it. Like it doesn't know that you know that it knows. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, checking back in in the maintenance shed. Um, Do I still have line of sight on them? Um, yeah, because you could see them mm. moving around opposite sides of the shed. Isn't that what you two said? You were going to go around separately like that? Yeah. Yeah, you could see them moving just like, you know, as there, there are several windows on each side of the shed and they're right near the shed. You could see them passing by. Um, I want to get back to Rob's nine. Um, that was your charisma check, right? That is correct. Okay. Um, so uh, we've talked about this a little bit before, but, um, for those who might be new, how would you describe your, um, benefactor relationship that, that you have made a pact with? Um, it's definitely something that I hadn't ever come across before. And I think that it was... It promised to show me knowledge um, because that's that's kind of my main quest is I want to find out what else is out there, like what else is going on. So it, it could show you the world? Shining, shimmering, splendid. Thank Those you. were my three requests. Okay. Um, I was just about to type that in the chat, but then I was like, no, I have restraint. I mean, just tell me, Warlock. When did you last let the old ones decide? Well, I think it's oh. going to be now. I think that's when it's good. I, if it reaches out my hand and asks if I trust it, my answer is going to be yes. So, all right. Um, so the um, I don't like any it's of been this. Been real, y'all. I gotta go. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I am proud and sad that we were both all involved in this. Yeah. Um, I only have pride. <laughs> only pride. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 it's wrath this year. 
I should say too for our for our live listeners in the chat, we're we're only going two hours tonight, so we're going to be out at six. So um, hang with us if you're wondering. Like it's, we're sort of speed round tonight, so um, <laughs> just be aware. Um, the exact same amount of stuff will happen. Yeah, Jason just has to put a keybot on how many asides we have. Yeah, just don't don't blink or you'll miss it. Um, the um, the presence that is always in the back of your mind comes to the forefront and is um, ha- it, it, uh, it takes on a um, personification that you know you're the only one who can see this, right? It's um, you said it was something about the thing was about. The star, or did I make that up? I, I can't remember. No, no, no. Yeah, it was. It was very much like, like the constellations and how they come together, and that's when it talks to me. Like it right. talks to Through me the at stars. night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, this thing is uh, present in the room with you, and basically looks like the vast dark night sky. Uh, and a star field in uh, anthropomorphic shape. All right, so just uh, this is new. Bl- blackness okay. and pinprick starlight um, in uh, walking around this room, and it's looking around and saying, "This this would make an excellent lair. This should be yours." I was thinking the same thing, although I don't know if I'd use the word layer, because that has some intonation that I don't know if I'm comfortable with. But but taking over this area and figuring out the power behind it, I think we're on the same page. Yeah, this is this is faded for you. This is yours. Yes. It 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 is. I. I don't think anybody owns it, so I think it's mine now. I mean, I'll have to talk to everybody else and make sure they're cool with it, but this would be a good base of operations. I think you'll find this place has always been yours. Okay. Um, Okay. I... It is mine. It is mine. It is mine. And it vanishes. Uh, just in time for the, you know, the open door to this cabin uh, or shed or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, you look outside and see it's the door the, the uh, your manted friends just left through. Um, you can see outside the approach of a lavender colored uh, dove. And, you know, that is the shape that Stiv's message spell takes. And that that, that was the sort of thing that was waiting for you when you came out of the mushroom cave. Uh, so the, um, the lavender dove approaches the doorway of the cabin. You can see that it sees you. Oh, like, oh, good. This is where I'm supposed to go. Goes and is flapping. And as it flies into the entrance of the doorway, it just like freeze frames held in place as it's crossing the threshold into the cabin. And, uh, Alibus, you're there for this too. You can see the the messenger dove freeze in place in midair. Uh, was there like a 
shift at all when the entity was there, like a cold wind or anything like that? Mm, I don't think so. All right. Yeah, I don't think there would have been a manifestation of that. Okay. So he'll just kind of stare at the dove. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like stuck in some sort of like invisible thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just like freeze frame. He'll try to reach and grab it. Okay. It um yeah, you, you can take it out of place, but it is stuck mid wing beat and is staring straight ahead. It's it's not it's like a statue of a bird. Mixed adventures. That's pretty weird, right? Let me try something. And I reach out and I touch the touch the bird, like like as if Sistine Chapel like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll charisma for me, Rob. I keep reaching for my dice, and it's weird to not have them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eleven. Oh yeah! Heck yeah. Um, it's not a crit, but you are able to, um, like the spell is confused cause it's like, it has dual purpose of like convey a message and I'm going to pretend to be a bird to deliver that message. And the spell is just like, Oh, I don't have to be a bird anymore. Okay. And it just, the bird sort of dissolves and is absorbed into your touch, into your hand. Your hand glows kind of lavender for a moment and then you hear Stiv's voice in your mind of just a basic check-in, right? She's saying like, is everything going okay? It's been a few hours. We haven't heard from you. Uh, Do you need anything? Are you doing well? Uh, I look at Alabas and I I said it's it's from Stiv. Uh, They're checking in on us again. I do not have the ability to send message. Do you? I do not. Unless I can get an actual bird, and then they they could speak to the bird, then yeah. I mean, you could tie a message to a bird. That too. We should... Yeah, we should contact them at some point. Okay, so going back to our mantid friends outside... Are you? Uh, how are you reacting to the fact that there's one above the above the building? It's um, about it's about like twenty twenty five feet up in the trees. I am trying to excuse me subtly mm-hmm. watch it, um, subtly watch it while I continue kind of looking around to see if there is any more. Um, it seems like there's just the one. Um, and I look over to Zay to see what they are doing. I am gonna puff up like Wait. the exoskeleton creature that I mm. am. And, and you're gonna threaten the one in the trees? I'm, I'm not gonna overtly like be like, I'm not gonna make the subtext text. Okay. <laughs> but I'm gonna make myself bigger and more threatening. Okay, when but I you're see not them intimidated. Doing that, I'm gonna do the same. But you're not acknowledging it. It's present directly now. Okay, you're just strutting. Yes. Like a, I guess I'm. I'm a gonna do now. my. I'm, I'm gonna do my rooster. Yeah. Except as a mantis. Yeah. 
cock of the walk. Um, so let's have you roll. Um, hmm. Actually, I'm going to have you roll plus strength. Oh. Did you say no or oh? Either one of those would be <laughs> like a lot of experience. Okay. It works out great. What what was the total? Three? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not very much. Um so you are you, you have taken on what you're pretty sure is the the most challenging chicken dance and uh are, are going to be the winner of this contest. And uh, don't even bother looking at this thing because you don't want to acknowledge its presence. Um, now, I do need uh, Nyx to go ahead and roll wisdom for me, please. Hey. Uh, that'll be a nine. Okay. So. Hmm. Here's the choice. You could notice something about Zay, or you can notice something about the creature in the tree. I'm going to notice something about Zay. Okay. Uh, you have a pretty clear understanding that Zay is not doing the chicken dance correctly. Um, that this is a, a out of sync... Um, like something about what they're doing isn't it's not right. <laughs> yeah, they're like shaking before flapping. It's it's yeah. And that okay. has that has caught your attention. Is like what no no no, that's not right. Don't do that. Um so what I'm going to do excuse me is I'm going to um go over to them and Start doing it with them, but doing it correctly. Oh. Sort of a, a passive-aggressive um, actually. <laughs> yes. Okay, why don't you roll strength, please? Oh, no. That's like... That's just the worst. <sighs> threat, okay. threat display, I think, needs strength. <laughs> Seven. But a fake strength display could use anything else. Um, yeah, can I use my charisma to fake that I'm strong? No, this thing isn't interested in your trickery. It's interested in how strong are you. Um, so, uh, what, that was a seven? Uh, yes, because I rolled an eight, but I have an eight strength, so I get a negative one. Uh, oh, but total of seven. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's that's still a success. It's as good as a nine. Okay. Um, so the... Um, I'm going to give you another hard choice. Either you can get uh, Nix, I mean, get Zay to do this correctly, and you will have correctly... You have adequately communicated to Zay... They're like, oh, here, this is what you're supposed to do instead. Or you can directly intimidate the phase mantid hiding in the branches. And put air quotes around hiding, because it's... <laughs> you know it's there. Just waiting. Uh, I, want to, I, I am more interested in 
correctly intimidate. Oh, I think we, I think we lost you, Claire. Never ever see again. <laughs> uh, we we lost that chunk of what you said there. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm more interested in 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 t- intimidating the mantid than acting Zay. Okay. Um, so then I just need to know what Zay's reaction is to this, um, silent, un- um, actually show. Um, wh- wh- how are you responding to this? They're, they're telling you you're doing it wrong. You know that that's what's being communicated is you're doing it wrong. Do it like this. I am gonna, it's like, you know what? Fine. Then if you do it so right, you do it. And I'm going to like, be like, fine, fine. This is such strange body language it. for the one watching you. It's like, what? <laughs> what is wrong with these creatures? Um, okay, so um, the if you know it so well. Why don't you do it? Uh huh. Um. Okay. The um the two of you are aware that the mantid in the branches. Uh, is uh, backing away and will pretty quickly be out of sight when it, it, it is moving away from this spot. Um, okay, well, I just keep doing what I'm doing. Okay. Um, now, your mantid biology is hardwired to respond to this dance. And um, Pooja, because they was not the winner of the dance. Um, I mean, you, we can say it. Zay lost the dance off. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm getting like, Zay is certainly aware of their mind and they're, they're a fully sapient conscious person, but you also can feel the impulse to sort of yield to the, the greater mantid in your, the, in your presence. Um, I'll did let you, you, just you get can served? play that whatever that means to you. Like that's that's fine. I'm, you don't have to do anything, but that is a thing you're experiencing. Is like, <laughs> like uh, the the physical reaction of that, right? This could work out. <laughs> like, I'm gonna physically like you know do the hunch. Mm-hmm. It's like fine, fine. You are the better dancer. I seed. You win the dance off. This um, time. This time. I, Next I'm, time continu- to me. I'm continuing to do it because I, I, I know the thingy, the, the other one is probably still aware of what's happening in our little clearing. Mm. But rather than doing it at Zay, I'm now doing it like, I own all of this bitch. This is all me. I'm so cool. Because I'm, I, I recognize what's happening to Zay, and I don't want to keep triggering them. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so you kind of just go around to the other side of the building so Zay doesn't have to keep watching what you're doing. And, yes. um, and that also happens to be the direction that that first mantid left in. So if you were needing to intimidate anyone, they m- would probably be in that direction if, they're, you know, if that mantid went to get someone and come back. Um, mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, that's fine. We're going to have that continue for a little bit. Let's check in on the boys in the building. Um, what's going on with you can two? We, can we tell that they're looking up at something? 
No, because they were pointedly not acknowledging it to each other. Like, they were trying to not let it know that they knew that it was there. I'm going to focus on trying to see how far I can extend the temporal powers of the shed and the shed's connection to me to see if I can if I can affect the landscape around me and like how far out, like can I affect the train? Is this going to be a battle of temporal wills with the elemental? Like how can I go? Like basically somebody gave me, well, somebody gave me (laughs) somebody had to say it. (laughs) That's right. right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Does anybody have any Chernobyl? Um, You've given me a, like, there's a shiny been placed in front of my hand, mm-hmm. and I am now blocking off the rest of the world. I I feel like I did my due diligence, and I gave Alabas the information that someone was trying to contact us, mm-hmm. and now my soul is completely unburdened, and I'm going to go back to focusing on my own shit. Okay. Um, do you have any like particular moves or spells that you would want to use to try to understand this place better, or... Um, should we do more like a custom move thing? Well, I know you don't like extreme freedom um, and you prefer like working out of like a modulated campaign. So I'm going to make you uncomfortable (laughs) and say, uh, we're going to make it up, Jason. No one has ever said that about (laughs) me. (laughs) Um, All right. So... It is. I think. I think it's appropriate to make an intelligence role at this point um, because there is sort of an academic understanding component to this. So let's make an int roll, please. Twelve is a plus zero, right? Um. Yes, nine to twelve is plus zero. Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to um, mark an experience. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So you're gonna. Um, what, what What is it? You're. Are you like sitting down in the middle of the room? Are you meditating? Are you, you know, inspecting things? Like, what is your physical activity? Yeah, I think I think it's I think it is meditating, kind of like the way that I've seen Alabas do it, and just sort of that like peaceful trying to connect with nature and and really because our group does the same thing like every night you know every evening we've got that repose where we just kind of like chill for a second so i'm gonna do that but i'm gonna do it like imagining me becoming one with the boards and the the nails and the structure of the structure it's so funny that you said that because of what popped in my mind uh, two minutes ago when you rolled a six minus um, so you, you were going to sit down, you said? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you sit down and allow your consciousness to sort of melt. And this is your experience. You, your consciousness melts out of your body and merges with the building itself. And you find yourself in a sort of top-down, isometric, you know, Diablo three view of the top of the building. Mm. Um, and everything's frozen again. Um, but just through like a minor 
flex of like a muscle you didn't realize you have, you can push the, it's like a video scrub, right? You can push the view forward or back and you scoot it back a little bit and you could see your group walking up to the shed. Oh, okay. Then I'm going to try to push it forward three minutes. Um, it, it, as it goes forward, it stops at your current point of view. Alabaster like, just hears a... It's like the end of the scroll. <laughs> like a grumble. Like a low, like a low seated, like... Yeah. But every once in a while, you can... It, it like, extends. It, it like, the, the next part it downloads it, and you can... <laughs> yeah, but it's not buffering to beyond now. It's just buffering to now. Correct. Um, all right. Well, I'm just going to try to keep, you know, like, if it's not buffering fast enough, like, you just you still try to push it farther than it does uh-huh. um, on YouTube videos. We've all done it. Um, so your so goal just, right now is to try and see the future, right? Yeah, my goal right now is to try to see the future. Okay, cool. We'll come back to you. Um, Alibas, did you want to do something about getting in touch with Stiv? Yeah, he was going to try to communicate with the bird inside the shed and see if that worked, even though he doesn't think it will. Oh, the bird dissolved. No, but just like a bird in the forest. Oh, okay, yeah. But you don't want to go outside? He's not sure what the the uh, mantid part of, portion of oh, his Oh, that's fine. Doing. I just want to make sure I understand your, you, you know, that you want to stay inside the shed and try to communicate to a bird that is outside the shed. Right. Okay, that's fine. I just want to make sure we're talking about the same thing. Um, you, you can stand in the doorway of the shed and look up and, and see, yeah, there's a bunch of, um, uh, you know, sparrows uh, circling around, you know, d- doing some sort of aerial acrobatics game. Um, All right. Because the only spell that he had in the prior system was speak with animals. Yeah. That would help with that? Yeah, well, let's just uh, let's roll wisdom for that. Ooh. Ooh. I would think that the mantid probably eats it because I rolled a four. Uh, pl- plus your wisdom. Would be a four. <laughs> I rolled a three. Hmm. <laughs> Doing great today. It's fantastic. Yeah, we're having a just a day. These aren't physical we? dice is just as terrible as the computer dice. Um, and really, I I thought the ooh ooh were good oohs. Yeah. Nope. Uh, okay, so the I'm, I'm going to take a different kind of hard move by announcing off screen badness. But um, first, the um, the like half a dozen sparrows come and land on a rock that's just outside the door and they just come and they're looking up at you like yes <laughs> they like they you are having a conversation with these sparrows i'm looking to get a message to some friends that are outside of the forest okay do you know where they are do we know where they are I oh, guess yeah. they're at the yeah. They're waiting in. They were supposed to be waiting in the sort of piazza of the town, uh, yeah. d- like you know, down across the fjord. Um, mm-hmm. 
Actually, if you walked out to the cliff, you could probably see the town. Well, you would, you could definitely see down into the town from here. Okay. It's just, you know, a couple miles away. He says, were the rest of the... Were the rest of the uh, beings are that walk on the two feet mm-hmm. yes. in the buildings that are there. Okay. Well, if you can... And then he describes them. Yeah, and they're they're fine with, like, taking an image from your mind if you can remember... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they said they would kind of hang out at this restaurant, and that's how you could get in yeah. touch. And yeah, yeah, they can they can take on that much information, um, and you don't remember if they said anything about being able to talk to animals. I don't think that has come up, whether they can or can't. I don't think it has. Only one way to find out. Um, would he have some sort of paper or something to be able to? I'm fine with that. That's that's only you can answer that. All right, then he writes his little letter. Okay. Yeah. And then wraps it around the bird's leg. Jot a little note. Yeah. Uh, Okay, what is your, like, sentence of a note? We're fine. Everything is fine. Uh, We're at the shack working on coming up with a plan. Okay. Um, and the, uh, the sparrows take the note. They're going to take turns carrying it because it's pretty heavy for them. There's, you know, sparrows are little. Um, and the, the uh, half dozen of them take off in a flutter. And, and you see them, they, they go up, they kind of circle around, and then, oop, there they go. They, they like, real, you know, they sort of hone in on where they're supposed to go and mm-hmm. just fly across the the head out into the blue yonder. Alabas tries to find where the where they're at in dealing with these mantids. What are you doing? No, he's just trying to get line of sight back on Zay and Nyx. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could generally see them from one of the windows in the building. Uh, If you don't want to go out there, you can find a window and see. I guess you probably, since you've lost track of them, you probably aren't sure which mantid is which. um, Because I don't think you two have any real, like, identifying marks. Uh, Wouldn't they still have their dragon mark? Oh, yeah, actually. (laughs) Yep. There's no getting rid of that. So, yes. Nope. Um, you can see Nyx out the like backside of the cabin, directly opposite of where the door is. The, the door looks out on the cliff side of the cabin. And uh, you can see... I'm sorry. Did I say Nyx before? Nyx is on the opposite side of the building. A little... In, like, right near the cabin. Or the... It's not a cabin. That's an exaggeration. Um, but is doing some sort of elaborate... Uh, interpretive dance of some kind um, that is just mystifying. That, <laughs> wh- why would they be doing that? So, Alibas, that's what you can see. Okay. I mean, he's just kind of... 
waiting for like a ghost signal or what. Okay. It's supposed to happen because it just seems like the situation's under control. I, I'm going to say, it, once I can't sense the other, once I can't sense the tree mantis anymore, I'm just going to shift back. Okay. Yep. It, it definitely seems like it's gone. Um, and you shift back to yourself. Um, probably, you know, go get dressed, do whatever it is you would do. And uh, you find Ventus uh, plopped on the floor in the middle of the room. Uh, Alabas is uh, puzzled, looking out at Nyx doing the uh, Manted Dance. And um, the Manted Dance. I'm doing the Dance of Joy. (laughs) Um, Not far. Do the Dance of Joy. And so... um, yeah, that's where we are. What a coincidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's a coincidence? <laughs> um, when I realize that I'm playing to an empty room, I go back inside. So what happened as Zay comes back into the into the shed? Oh, it, we, there was another one. We had a dance-off. Oh. Nick's won. Oh. Only because I've been still, a mantis one more times than you have. They're still rubbing it in over there. But we're fine now. The other ones are gone. We got a message from Guar and Steve, and I was able to get a message back to them. Um, just let them know that we were at the shed and everything was fine. Awesome. Um, and uh, Ventus has been making weird sounds again. I mean, yeah. Is it fine? And we're as fine as can be. Well, I mean, there's nothing they can do, I suppose. Uh, Ventus? I uh, shake my head. Yeah, Ventus is not in the, at present for comment at the <laughs> moment. Um, Ventus isn't here now, man. <laughs> um, I forgot to do the uh, off-screen badness that I was going to announce with that hard move. Um, the audience sees, so none of you in character know this, but the audience sees um, Stiv and Guar running down the street, making a hard right down an alleyway, and about a dozen people from the town chasing them. And uh, we just see them duck down into a... It's not that dark an alleyway because it's two in the afternoon, but um, they... Nocturne alleyway. Yeah, they dart down there. uh, Ten or twelve people go running after them, and it's not a dead-end alleyway. We just see them make another turn, and then the scene cuts back to you, you all. Just a note to self. Um, I'm going to mem message tomorrow when we do our little reset. That'd be good. Yeah, the message got to the doorway and just sat there like it was suspended in time. And Ventus has pretty much been out of it since then. Awesome. 
Um, Rob, I need you to roll. Um, hold on, let me tell you what you're rolling first. It's um. Oh, that's right. We have to go back to the int roll. Try that again. This was a success with consequence. Okay. I got a seven. Okay. So you have uh, the ability to push the uh, the timeline forward that you're viewing, It, cool. but it will cost you hit points. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm breaking on through to the other side. Okay. Um... No doors can stop me. So, understanding that you're... Really? Really? Oh, I'm so mad at you right now. I just jimmied that right open. <laughs> That's good. Um, all right. So, the... Um, uh, uh, the interface to understanding this room is you're starting to get a, a feel for how this works. And when you scrub your perception forward from your present time, you can feel the like barrier that you're pushing through as it you know squeezes your mind and is trying to push you back to your current time. And as you've been experimenting with this, looking backwards has been zero effort at all. Um, but I know you've been focused on trying to move forward, but just as you're sort of like scooting it a little bit, trying to move it back and then get it to buffer more. Um, now you're able to make this great effort. Uh, so I'm going to have you roll a D four Rob. Do you, do you have a four sided die there? Yeah, I do. Give me a sec. All right. I got it. What do I do with it? Roll it. Oh, I got a two. Okay. You're going to take two HP of damage. Oh, that hurt. And that would be on par. Well, for like a human, that would be like a bloody nose or maybe blood out the ear. Um, it's one. It's more than one third of my hit points. Yeah. Okay. So that's a little bit more than blood out the. Yeah. What? So you're you're not super aware of your body right now, but everyone else okay. is. What do they see happen to your body? Oh, what would happen to an elephant? Your your perception is up above the building. You don't really know what's going on inside the building right now. I mean, I don't feel like I've ever known what's going on inside of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you see? Like, how would an elephant exhibit internal trauma? Problems with their trunk or their ears? Yeah, I mean, I feel like... You, you do have big flappy ears, right? I do have the big flappy ears. Yeah. I do feel like, oh, actually, that's pretty good. So since they're since they're bigger and down, you don't... It's not the traditional, like, humans, you just see, like, blood coming out of the ear holes. But here, what you see is just on the very tips at the bottom, just droplets of blood start... Hmm. Start going down and hitting the floor because they're they're following the curve yeah. of the ear. Can, can we also say that we're seeing the veining of your ears uh, sort of light sure. up like like in a leaf? You know how you can see the yeah. the veins in a leaf because your ears are thin but big. Um, yeah, uh, so, yeah. I think they we are see a lot of that. Proportioned. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. 
but um, yeah, so you all see the like veining of the ears spread and become much more pronounced and obvious, and uh, you know blood is is dripping down the length of the ears onto um, his shoulders and some on the floor around him. But is he, uh, what position are, are you prone? Are you? Um, I am seated, cross-legged, <laughs> cross-legged. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Crisscross applesauce. Yep. Um. I don't remember if. Do we know if thieves have first? Well, I, uh, there's a healer, but. The, uh, I don't know if I get like a scent, like a life sense from him. Like, do I feel like his, his being is so strong or like, like he's fully there hmm. and just took some damage or does he feel like. Let's have you roll wisdom, Alibus. Oh, these dice rolls. Uh, that would be a nine. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Um, the. I thought there was a role for this in the moves, but I don't see it now. Um, but that's fine. Yeah, you have um, a sense that he's injured, but you're not sure if it's getting worse. Uh, is it over? Is this still happening? It's. But you're you're very aware that yeah, he is like physically injured uh, to a significant degree. Okay. Well. I'm going to use my cleric spell. Okay. Of cure light wounds. And it's a wisdom check. Raise these dice. Um, that is a 10. Very good. And it's, it says that uh, if I roll a 10 plus, the spell successfully cast your deity does not revoke the spell, so you may cast it again. Uh... And then I heal 1d8, but since I have the uh, Hospitality uh, bonus, then I roll 2d8 when healing an ally. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's all of it. So I rolled yeah. 9. Yeah. 2d8 is a lot. Yeah. How, how, much, how many hit points did everybody else have? Well, n- none of you are the heavy hitter classes except for the Paladin. <laughs> um, I have 9 hit points. Yeah. See, that's good. Yeah. All right. And like the fighter and the barbarian get, I don't know, like 12 to 16, something like that. Like it's, it's, there's a big range. Dude, that's a big spell. Yeah. Level one. Yep. Good job. But like he said, if he doesn't roll a 10 plus, he might not be able to use it the rest of the day. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you restore the health of Ventus and Ventus, you are yanked out of the, uh, perception, right? You are yanked back into your body. Um, you were, um, just seeing the approach of a train tomorrow as you were scrubbing forward, you were seeing, you're trying to keep pushing it forward, keep forward, forward, forward. And there was a train approaching from the North going South. Um, the one that passed earlier was, Oh, no, no, sorry. It'd be the other way. You Earlier today, you saw s- north to south going back to the City of Towers. And tomorrow, you are seeing the train coming the other way. 
and it looked like some people were hiding in the trees. Did those people look like us? Um, it's hard to tell because your vision was blurry when you were doing it because you were, you know, it's like your eyes were watering and it was really hard to see. But um, you was could see. one of them a 10 foot tall elf? Yeah, I mean, elephant, yo. It was the lighting. Um, the, um, was there a tracking bar? Like, could I see what times? Uh, like a time You could tell from the daylight. It was, you yeah. know, mid-morning, 10 a.m. Okay, that's, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. I'm not actually talking about numerics on the bottom. I was just like, yeah. could I tell? Yeah. Okay. Or at least get a sense of, like yeah. a mystical sense of. Yeah, it's definitely mid-morning because you could tell where the sun was. Not not precisely 10 o'clock, set your watch by it, but yeah. <clears throat> I, I shake out of it, take a deep breath, and I look around, and I, I've seen the future. What this, did you see? I saw the train coming, and I saw an ambush being prepared from the trees. Now, this is the first time I've seen the future, so so pardon me, things are fuzzy. I couldn't tell who the ambushers were. I don't know if Shouldn't it was it us or not. Am am traitors? Am traitors? That's fine. The um, the deciduous the deciduous ones. Um, there you go. That's much more. Um, that's the all-encompassing, yeah. Um, I couldn't tell if they if it was us or not. Um, I couldn't get that sense, but this place, I can see the future when I'm here. Yeah, you almost died doing that. Yeah, that does hurt you. Yeah, you, you could see the blood around you and on your shoulders and. Maybe uh maybe only do that like when we really really need it. I just need to practice more to get used to it. I don't uh, you know Rob you hear that the voice of the stars in the back of your mind are like it is yours to control. And I mimic it. I mimic it exactly as it says it. So it's not quite my normal intonation. Uh-huh. Get a little bit of that reverb. Yeah. Um, do we, uh, out of character, do we um, know about his mentor person? I don't think it's come up in a literal sense. I don't know, Rob. How, how do you feel about that? I've, I've, always, I've always done it as, as I get my my power because I've always mimicked Alabas as in like how he does it and how he gets his power but I've just said it's a different divinity okay because that's mm-hmm. that's the way I see it but it's I mean just, do we know that you have a direct communication with your yeah I mean like like that that I've talked to it and it sends me message mm-hmm. it sends okay. me messages yeah I'm probably the same way that like Alabas would say the same thing about his his gods. Yeah, I think it would be like the safest assumption based on that context is that y'all would would think of Aventus as something like a cleric, where he's not he's obviously not a priest of a church, but 
you know, having contact with a deity is not the weirdest thing you've heard of and, and would be yeah. a much more normal assumption than, you know, an old god manifestation of constellations um, <laughs> would be a, a pretty wild assumption. Okay. Uh, so when, so then in that case, when uh, Ventus says that, uh, Nyx goes, who's talking right now, bro? It's me. Huh? I'm, this place has power. Hmm. This place is something that that I can harness. I just need to learn how to control it. Um, Pooja, this, can you mm-hmm. make an int roll, please? I shall. Oh, there we go. That's better. I got a 12. Oh, good. Uh, what is the the phrasing on your... No, no, you don't have detect magic, right? Nope. Who has detect magic? Ventus. Yeah, can you read that for us? Give me a moment. I've got like seven sheets here. Detect magic, first level, divination. One of your senses is briefly attuned to magic. The GM will tell you what here is magical. Okay, so... Um, Pooja... Uh, Zay has spontaneously cast Detect Magic um, in a not-on-purpose way. <laughs> I, I was going to say unwilling, but it's not really like that, because I think Zay wants information. Isn't that, is that accurate? I want, I want the information badly enough that I manage to do a thing without meaning to do it. Right. But you, you have some magical training and how things work, and you know, um, mm-hmm. and what you can see is um, the a, a little bit of the the, the sort of like uh, like uh, you know like wire framing, like white wire framing on the inside of this cabin, and how a lot of it is also moves across the floor, and some of these shapes are shifting. They're kind of like Tron shapes, you know, just as these lines move across the floor and the walls and, but most of them are converging and moving when Ventus moves around, they line up to be under his feet. And, um, that's, um, you got a 12, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what you're also realizing is, um, if you're remembering correctly, the um you know based on the time of year and where you are and you know you're i always figure in a fantasy world people are more sort of connected to constellations and the stars and stuff because it's a thing that you can actually see at night um and also like because i mean i saw the the background where i was part of the clan traveling merchants so oh yeah to use the stars for navigation and things like that okay so. so this is this is perfect for that um so you're also realizing that as these things line up, uh, several of these lines have converged on the ceiling of the building. And you know these are invisible to the naked eye, but your your eyes have shifted. And um, they are um, essentially converging with where the constellations are. And you're, you're a little confused at first because you're like, oh, it's daytime. Oh, that must be where they are. I just can't see them right now because it's daytime. Uh, and so you, yeah, 
that's that's what you've picked up on is that this building is somehow connected to Ventus now. Um, I don't think you really get an understanding of how like time magic works and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, you that's you could the, see that. That's the two A level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, the yeah your second year. Um, but the um, if you wanted to ask a um, one of the discern realities questions, I'd I'd be happy to answer that. This is sort of a custom discern reality. Cool. I am going to ask who's really in control here. Um, well, Ventus, sort of, in, in the sense that uh, he's in control of the stars. But that doesn't cool. make sense, because he obviously can't control the stars. That's crazy. That's something real weird is happening. But uh-huh. at least it's... It's happening from him as opposed to just to him? Uh, yeah, it does not seem like an outside force is controlling him or manipulating... Well, is controlling him. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, not controlling him. Right. So, great. First, he is, first he is doing what he wants to do. That's... Not always going to be the best thing, but whatever, it's a thing. <laughs> He's an adult elephant. He can make his own decisions. That make him a... Um, no, no, no. Uh, as useful as someday that might be, for now, we should probably get back to the city so we can plan this ambush for tomorrow. Amtree for tomorrow. So where Am- do you are... Heart plant. Uh, where you are is relatively difficult to get back to in a hurry, um, unless I don't think any of you have like flight spells, right? That would make this a lot easier. Maybe I could get like a no. million sparrows to surround us. <laughs> we did have that wand of levitate. Oh. Uh, that's right. You do have a levitate wand, um, but the reason you went to that part of the cliff all the way down south is because it was low enough that you could get ropes up it, you know, it was only 60 feet high or so, whatever that was. And then the cliff gets higher at this part. And so they're really, I mean, aside from free climbing it or, or like trying to do your levitate and, you know, get everybody up and down. Um, it, uh, it, it would be trickier to come straight back to here from the town as opposed to, again, taking the boat down, climbing up, going through the woods and I mean if you did that without fighting mantids twice and stopping off at the mushroom cave it would take a lot less time but it was a more circuitous circuitous route and isn't but it getting we could use the levitate wand to get up the distance that rope couldn't help us with uh-huh Yep. Ropey McRopes are. Yeah. You can levitate one person at a time with that. One, like, um, contiguous, you know. Yeah. Isn't it getting close to nighttime? Uh, well, no, it's late afternoon, four ish. Okay. So, kind of, yes. We should definitely head back to town. Stiv and Gore are pretty worried at this point, I would say. And we should at least, like, figure out 
a more concrete plan with them later, probably. Oh, also, sorry, Rob, when, when you're like, oh, what time is it? How late is it? Um, when you look out the door, you can see the sort of light that you expect at four in the afternoon. When you look around at various windows, it, the lighting is different. It's different in each of the four windows. Ooh. I'm going to get up and look out the dawn window. Yeah, and that's what you find. You find today's dawn. Um, th- so through the course of it, you're able to investigate that the the door and the front window look out onto now, and then you know four hours ago, four more hours ago, four more hours, roughly, right? It, it just you, you can get about a day back um, into you could basically see into yesterday in that last window. So I'm going to go to the window. That was going to show me. Well, it's all backwards. When the train, when the train went by yesterday. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so actually, so I. Oh no, that was earlier today. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry. So, so four, so what is four hours ago today or Uh whatever it was. So yeah, yeah, so it's still today. Um, But, but as I'm doing this and as I figure this out, it's very much like a uh, dangerous mind kind of moment right uh-huh. and i start like and i actually start writing down in front of the windows and the doors like now four hours ago eight hours ago you know yeah and and like a clock in the middle and stuff like that like and i'm trying to if people are standing there i'm like drawing it around them and stuff mm-hmm. like that so um but yeah i want to see the train i want to see the train go by yeah, um, if I can see it, and to see if I can reach out to it, and to see if I can feel the power of the elemental again. Okay, and that is the perfect time to wrap up for tonight. As you uh, look out that window and see the train bearing down, and freeze frame, jumping Aww. freeze frame, <laughs> high five. <laughs> Don't you forget about me. Excellent. Um, would so, you say that today uh, Nyx had the moves like Jagger? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, okay. exactly. Um, so thank you, everybody. That is tonight's session. Thank you for enjoying our abbreviated session um, so we can all do some real-life stuff that we have to do. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we will be back in two weeks. That is June 21st. Uh, oh, sorry, June 21st. And uh, that's that's when we'll be back. Uh, if you want to catch up, go to happyjacks.org slash city of towers uh, or slash shows for everything, everything we've ever done, which is a lot. There's a bunch of stuff on there. Um, and uh, that's just everything that's on the Happy Jacks network. You can watch videos. There's YouTube. Also, there's a podcast feed. There's a couple different podcast feeds, I think, so that you can get the one shots or the series is that's a word. And um <laughs> Let's uh, let's see what, what's uh, everybody else working on. Uh, we'll go in reverse order with. Oh, and everyone, remind me we're going to do stars and wishes at the top of next game. I, okay. I didn't I didn't want to burn up too much of our time uh, tonight, but remember <laughs> or go back and watch the video before we play again. Um, but uh, Claire, what are you uh, up to? Who are you? What are you doing here? How did we get yeah. in the sandbasket? How did 
I guess it is Handbasket. My name is Claire. Um, I'm gonna today. I'm gonna pimp my band, The Merry Wives of Windsor. Um, we are doing two things that I want to tell everybody about. We have released uh, two pride print pins. A, um, a, a typical rainbow pride pin um, and then a uh, Black Lives Matter pride pin and all of our um, uh, all of the sales from the Black Lives Matter pride pin are being directed di- uh, excuse me donated directly to the ACLU um, uh, and we also just launched our Patreon so um, we have tiers very cheap or less cheap if you want to support independent music because it's impossible to make money as a working musician um what's their website again everywhere uh, on all the things at merry wives okay excellent uh eli uh you could skip my social media but there are bigger things happening in the world right now so just you know support where you can and be kind to other people all right rob what Eli said. Now I feel like an asshole for promoting myself. No, that's all right. I'm no. going to do it too. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dude, like, do it's it. different like, when you have a real thing to promote too. It's like, true. come yeah. watch me again play as something. <laughs> so, yeah, I just have, it's, if you can't go out um, and physically support people protesting, things like that, uh, there are a bunch of other ways that you can support the Black Lives Matter movement, and I highly encourage you to, um, if you can, donate to bail funds, spread the word on your social medias. If you are like so many of us and uh, got some racist relatives, strike up a conversation. Because really, in the end, like a real conversation had either like text message in person for those of you who you know live with other people and know what that's like still Mm. after several months of quarantine Uh, or or like a a phone call means so much more than any kind of social media post is going to so talk to your talk to your racist peeps yeah call them out and um, I will just go ahead and do the thing where I say the other stuff I'm working on. Um, you can find me uh, at It's Probably Okay uh, on Twitter and on Twitch. And um, so I'm here every other Sunday, every other Monday. Um, on, on my Twitch channel, It's Probably Okay, we're doing a very chill No Man's Sky on Fridays. And Saturday mornings, we're doing Return to the Spider-Verse uh, set in the Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man universe. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and if you uh, follow that channel, there is a lot of information there about different things you can support for Black Lives Matter and uh, various charities and, and things that are um, productive there. So uh, feel free to find me there. We're, we're always uh, throwing up stuff like that, different like up-to-date things that could be really helpful. So um, be sure to check that stuff out. Um, we're all doing what we can, and we're all proud of you for doing your best. So um, thank you, everyone. And um, I think that is it for us tonight. So uh, thank you again, and we will see you in two weeks. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. Bye. Late. If I told you the things I've seen on my way. 
If I told you the things I've done in my days You wouldn't believe me anyway So it's best I just don't say I've lived a thousand lives I piloted a thousand souls I killed and fought and died Just for a single